What would you? What would your two suggestions be then? Um, I don't know if it would be a song. I think it could be something that we just spit some bars and see what happens. Yo, this is the cast, the guild cast. Yeah, we're all singing and rapping and telling each other stories of all the things that are happening. Something like that. Yeah. Perfect. That'll I think go with that. <laughs> yeah. Cut done. that. There you go. <laughs> it's done. Right. Yes, welcome to episode four of the Guildcast. Joined today is myself, James Marlowe. To the right of me is the Honourable Gentleman, Daniel Purchase. And to the right of him is the also Honourable Gentleman, Alistair Wilson. Hello. And to the right of me is an un... Unhonourable. yet unfilled <laughs> space. Yeah, we're looking uh, for a fourth member. So if anyone's got any friends or family that aren't up to much at the moment. We don't have either of them. So See, this, this happens to me out. at Six Aside Football on a, on a Wednesday. So if this is going to happen here, where we're sort of trying to put in a <laughs> ringer every week. I just we need a goalkeeper I'm, I'm, for I'm our not, podcast. I'm not, I'm not assigned out to that. I'm not just someone that can bring the oranges for halftime would yeah. be good enough. I think. Yeah. Um, so you joined us last week. It feels weird to say last week. We've, we're that efficient on it. Um, where we talked about episodes one to four of Rings of Power. This mm. week, we're going to talk about episodes five to eight yeah. of Rings of Power, season one. Um, Dan, kick us off in a short but sweet, delicate way. How would you sum up the back half of season one? I, I mean, I mean, a lot, uh, uh, there's a lot to sum up there. Um, but effectively, get Southlands turned into Mordor which I know that you've got some beef with how they did that uh, in, no, in a small part. No, just a very small part. Just a very small yeah. part. Um, so we've got that. We, of course, have um, the revelation that Sauron was among us all along. Mm. The bastard. Mm. Um, and also the King of Numenor is dead and the Queen is now blind, mm. Yeah, which is mm. sad. I'm trying to remember all the other stuff. No, oh, I think oh, that's a good job. Also, yeah. also, I think, you know, the stranger being... You know, a lot of hints to Gandalf. Probably Gandalf. Mm. But, but uh, I've, I've seen some other stuff about where people are not happy about really? how far incorrect oh, the timeline is. Yeah. Mm. And they're claiming that he might be. Mm. Well, this is why, because if you remember, uh, listeners, last week. Ali has his finger up right now for, <laughs> for the audience. Dan made some quite bold, bold. predictions. And I can't specifically remember what they were. They were One of them bold. was that Poppy was Sauron, I think. <laughs> that might have or might have not come true. So we'll I still stand by that. Okay. Yeah. So Halbrand's just a beard I very th- much. I, I think it's... He's, yeah. he's like a, a pawn for, I, yes. from Puppet. Puppet. I, 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 I Puppet. think that is still, yeah. that's still, that still potential. Poppy's pulling the strings. Mm. I think so. Okay. Poppy's and what was the other one? Was it that the stranger was Gandalf? I don't remember. I mean, that is that is that is the obvious thing, right? And yeah. I mean, they've, they've dropped even more hints, like mm. the follow your nose mm. if uh, you're uncertain. Well, that was the lie. that was the sort of hint that took it past being all. Could it be? It was like, well, that's basically them saying it is him in it, some. It it is, but regard. Um, I do wonder whether or not they've done that deliberately because that will be one of the surprises. It's too. It's just mm. so obvious. So go on then, Dan, as our resident Tolkien expert. Or sponsored by Wikipedia, as we found out last week. So I predict- give us um, give us a little explanation on why this couldn't be Gandalf if it was following the timeline exactly. So, so I predicted this. Um, so I did do a little bit of reading before um, in about forty five oh, right. seconds. Um, so what was your fa- source? But it's probably it's probably Wikipedia. Okay. Probably it's definitely Wikipedia. So in short. 
Gandalf isn't supposed to pitch up until the third age. Correct. Um, so the fact that he's here in what is the second age, because Sauron hasn't been defeated for the first time, is very against the timelines. Now, according to Wikipedia, mm. there are, in fact, a guild of five wizards. Right. So three of them we all know as Gandalf, Saruman, and... Um, oh, the woodland guy. The woodland guy. Radagast. 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 But there were two others that appear in the second age, so this timeline, mm. referred to as the Blue Wizards. Interesting. We know very little more. What art book? Okay. I, say, I say we, like it's some sort of bloody religion. Someone's going to know. I that. know very little more than that, but but that is what other commentators yeah. are claiming okay. they could, he could be. See, uh, magic in Rings of Power, I felt, has been like used very consciously and like a kind of like we're kind of using magic but we're not using casting spells and stuff like that it's just stuff that's like not not been it has been controlled by certain people of that world like for for example those those three people in the white cloaks mm. or the three three ladies in the white cloaks that seem to have some harness of magic um but definitely with the stranger he, his magic is he's uncontrollable. It's something that's just sort of happening. So I, I wonder if that's their way of sort of saying, look, we know the timeline's slightly off of the magic here and the wizard's coming, but don't worry, Gandalf's not going to be walking around with a staff by season yeah. two. Um, this is going to be very much like a, a long, long kind of like fruition of how he becomes the mm. wizard we see by the third age, maybe yeah. if they're going to go down that route, or yeah. it couldn't be him at all, and it may be maybe an apprentice, Gandalf's maybe an apprentice to him in the future. Maybe it could be a really annoying <clears throat> marketing ploy to try and drum up some, you know, interest for us for a second season as well, which yeah. would be really annoying if that was the case because they've kind of left it that they can do they can do what they want, yeah. whatever they want with it now. I do think One... he's a good Gandalf though. If he if it if yeah. he is Gandalf, I I think they've I think they've done it quite smartly. Um, he mm. seems to have like when when he just it did throw me off a little bit when he just you know obviously finds out who he is and he's able to have the power of speech and yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, He's very fluent and very well spoken. He holds himself very well there. So it? that's one of the. Uh, it, it does feel a bit lazy, doesn't it? Yeah. Because it's all like, oh, his um, memories have been clouded, and then for some reason he does some magic, and that seems to unlock it all. Mm. Uh, feels yeah. Very not hitting you. Just feels very convenient. It, it was convenient. a very much a finale. We have to get this in. You know, to keep to keep the to keep the keep fans, fans coming back for more, maybe it, it, it could make sense though. You know, in real life, you get people that are in comas and that sort of thing. Real life suddenly, wizards suddenly they'll like, you know, have some sort of traumatic experience Wake and then it, it like unlocks a part of their brain or something. So I don't think it's unfathomable, but it's yeah, unusual for sure. Now I'm going to make a bold prediction. I'm holding my finger up again. Ali's got his finger. Up. Okay. <laughs> I think. If you cast your mind back or forward, whichever way you look at it, to Lord of the Rings, Gandalf goes from being Gandalf the Grey to Gandalf the White when he sort of quote-unquote dies and he gets reborn and he says he's lived like a thousand years or something. So could this be an even earlier version, like Gandalf the Brown or Or whatever, or Blue, but same that it's still him, but he's then going to come back again in a different age as a different 
Gandalf, in, maybe. in essence. Because you, you had could, the white yeah. version, then you had the... Yeah. Maybe. Could maybe. tie it up that way. That would be my prediction, assuming they're not being fuckers and just saying, like, oh, we'll make everyone think it's Gandalf by doing the follow your nose quote and then it not be, or it be some sort of, like, marketing bollocks. Like, so, that's what all wizards say. <laughs> I might need some help on this, but I, I, did, I did hear something the other day that when Tolkien... The Tolkien Estates sold the Lord of the Rings rights. They sold the appendices, not the full catalogue. The appendices? Yeah. So I think like the, the works, are uh, they're not like... The stuff around Lord of the Rings isn't all neat and tidied up. I know yeah. there's the Silmarillion or whatever it's called. Yeah. And there are standalone books, but there's also quite a lot of just... Almost like short essays and just yeah bits and pieces, right? Which means that the show there's certain characters that the show the show just physically can't show because they haven't got the rights. I and see. I think one of those characters is Morgoth, um, which means any of the first age stuff they haven't got any rights to okay. to show any details. Interesting. So they have to be a little bit, obviously, with the amount of tie-ins that this show has the first age in terms of like the beginnings of Sauron and Morgoth and stuff. They have to be quite careful on what how they go about it. So, or, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a noise. Um, we're sat on the floor, by the way, and, and Dan's just had to. Dan, bloody intermission. We may need session. to pause this, and Dan may need to know, go to the chiropractor or something. Um, so yeah, that that is one thing that I I did hear that they they have to be a bit fast and loose with what they can uh, what they can. Isn't show. that just annoying though? Yeah, isn't that I, yeah. whole scenario and just I, annoying. And like, I think it, why the people I've been be like hearing saying that have actually been in a way of defending Amazon and being like, yeah, okay, because I think some of the biggest criticisms of this series is the writing and how it's. In somewhat being quite lazy in parts, um, and people have been sort of saying, "Yes, okay, right." Amazon have been quite lazy with their writing, but also we don't know what they have the rights to show and talk about. Mm. So it's part and part both people. It's like, why? Why does Tolkien yeah. not just sell the whole yeah. thing and just sell a proportion of it? Yeah, because if they're putting this much money into it, it's obviously not an issue of cost, or you'd yeah. you'd imagine not. Do you yeah. reckon there's going to be like a prequel to the prequel? Maybe prequel if they get the right, sir, uh, be the age, the first age, and then they'll do Sauron and Morgoth, maybe. Which so. the adventures of Sauron? So yeah, that that brings us swiftly on to hmm. um, the second big reveal, um, which is. Do you want to say, Ali, what it was? Um, Sauron. Oh, I was going to say about Sadok dying. Oh, that's not really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cameron no. shares have plummeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, go on. Uh, what? What? Which bit were you? Well, I was just going. I was going to just get you to talk about Sauron. I can talk about Sauron. Yeah, I know him quite well. He's um, a mate. Yours, <laughs> yeah, he's a good mate. Well, you you knew what was going on because you two had met up before this, hadn't you? Yeah, he said, gave me. Like, he what's at me just yeah. before? Sort of said like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm glad you know, I'm going to tell her. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was kind of inevitable really it wasn't you know the first sort of half that we chatted about in the last podcast it was a bit ambiguous like how it could have gone either way with Halbrand but as the first few episodes episodes five and six it was like pretty obvious I'd say that it was yeah 
he was Sauron. Not like fully confirmed, but there was a lot of things that pointed to it. And there are a few moments I had to rewind and watch again to kind of pick up on some of the <laughs> some of the like minute details. But yeah, it's um, <laughs> just down in the corner. <laughs> would you like to sit back on the sofa? Now? No, I'm all right. Because we can. It would be like a two second move just to move this to yeah. the sofa. Two second move. No, I'm good. Um, you're not though. Are you? No, I'm fine. <laughs> so the Hal Brand piece. Um, going back mm. to it. The sorry, piece. sorry about that. Piece is is. Piece. is is he a shapeshifter then? Is Sauron a shapeshifter? Uh, See, this well, now calls to the whole tying the body to flesh, doesn't that thing? Mm. That, that um, Halbrand said like a couple of times during like one to Gladwell when he's like after the big battle and then the two when he's talking to Calibrimble about attaching an alloy and making it stronger. So, oh yeah, I mean, I think I think he definitely is a shapeshifter. And the only other thing that I read, I can't take credit oh, for this theory, okay. I read it, is that in season two, there's a Sildor, who is obviously still alive, yeah, come across Halbrand's body oh. while he's still... Wait, how does someone... No, Halbrand comes across a Sildor. No, so a, so a Sildor is is there. Yeah, he's under, He, he he's wakes up where the, ba- where, the ba- where the battle was and spot actual Halbrand dead... Right. And Sauron has just taken on the appearance oh, of Halbrand. So you think Halbrand actually died in in the eruption of Mount Doom? So that is one theory that I've read. But wait, but then, but it was Sauron all along, though. Well, people as, are saying that Sauron had to be there somewhere to take Halbrand's body. So who do you think he was at that point? I mean, well, that that does scupper it a little. The bit. the other thing that I read is or has been theorised is that it was. Galadriel from that moment that he put her in that um, sleep sleep thing, and then it, the timeline doesn't quite add up. But when she went back to the forge and said, "Like, oh, let's make three rings instead of two that that wasn't actually her. It was yeah, Sauron taking on her appearance. But but then why? Why at the end would but they show the clip of him walking into yeah, um, yeah. Uh, towards Mount Doom as mm. as Halbrand? I don't or is think that the just show is that the smart. Is that just the shape the smart. shape that he shifted at that? particular time I don't know yeah I think maybe he might be something onto that though Dan with um, how um, Sauron maybe taking Halbrand's body maybe Halbrand was or maybe we find out that actually Halbrand was you know a man a mortal man he maybe had some sort of lineage to to be king or something Mm. and Sauron found out about this and took that chance to take his body I just don't want to write the geezer off, you know. We're, we're, me. He's a bloody great guy. We're all putting shame on his name. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've thrown shade. Did you find him charismatic? Because I think the show wanted you to have a little bit of the hots for him. Um, I mean, he was an okay character. Yeah. I think for me, I've, I think I'm, I think I sort of referenced it after the first half that I really enjoyed um, Elrond and, and Durin. And I mm. think for me, like he's not on a level with those two. Mm. Um, but I mean, you're yeah, obviously a big character. It's not like I disliked. Yeah. He just doesn't give that much, does he? He's very like on the fence sort of character. Yeah, there's nothing funny about him or like massively likable, but not dislikable. He's kind of just like in the middle, coasting yeah. along. For a while, you sort of thought there was something going on between him and Galadriel, obviously, because they spend a lot of time together, and there seemed to be some moments where they made them like appear quite close. But obviously that 
and they you know, st- they they, they clearly steer away from any sort of romance. But um, I don't know that conversation after the battle was like pretty much acknowledging that there's some sort of ro- romantic interest well, between and, them both. And in the last episode, we we see you know after the big reveal. There is obviously some clear. He's yeah. got some yeah, plans like, to to wife her up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he, that he was he a cool shot to, actually. The um, side by side, the the them on the raft, and then it turned to the reflection of him in the water with yeah. with the big. And I think that appearance of Sauron is like fucking cool. That flashback awesome. that the show keeps on showing of Sauron, like you know, basically staff in hand, yeah, and, and the big spiky helmet. He, and yeah, all that. And all the orcs are kind of like gathered around him that we see in the show a few times. Is that what is that? Because because it it's shown in the in the show as a flashback, mm. but has he got that art? Like, is that his art? Like, where's that armor from? And well, that it will come to that because yeah. again, that's the that's what happens in Lord of the Rings when Elrond tells the story of Isildur being killing him and stuff. But mm. but but what I mean it's is the same like, one. I don't know. He's in that shot of him standing with all the orcs around him. Mm. It's almost as if. Like Sauron is at full power. Well, I guess that when he's full out, full armor. But then has Sauron ever become at his full power yet? He's not. I thought this was the origin story of. But then he was something before he was. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was a general, but he was Morgoth's lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. And then after the defeat, he sort of just laid low for a long time. And now he's kind of coming back. Well, maybe it's like a flash forward then, because obviously we've got the Palantir. Well, this is it, yeah. You know, the how you describe it, it's like it predicts the future or it shows you the future. It could be that that's the vision from the Palantir that is showing what he's going to become sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. Either way, it looks like, he looks scary. Like they've made him out to be like, you know. Yeah, he's got definitely looks... Darth Vader kind of... Um... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. very iconic, isn't it? Yeah, Armor for sure. It's really yeah, yeah. iconic. It's... And when you see it, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Sauron. Because he's really like, good. You don't, I, obviously, none of us are like massive Tolkien nerds that we don't know all of it. But I guess that's how he's depicted in the books in that same armor. And that's not just like suppose, a Peter Jackson yeah. kind of interpretation. And because mm. the show is. The show, it's, it's unfortunate for the show because all the show has got to go by is the Peter Jackson films. Mm. Um, and a lot of the same themes are the similar, aren't they, with you know the halflings and the, the two main halfling characters being very, very similar to Sam and Frodo. And mm. just the whole, the whole, there's a lot of similarities. But at the same time, the show wants to be its own thing as well. Yeah. It wants to kind of not be associated with just being a Peter Jackson prequel yeah and actually it wants to try and stay as close to the source material as it can but mm. it's difficult when if you don't have all the rights to show whatever yeah yeah i mean it's gonna be interesting same with peter jackson see. he probably had the same issue where he couldn't show certain things and we watched the first opening five minutes of lord of the rings when gladwell actually like explains the mm. origins of the rings and stuff like that and it was really cool i mean it's really hard watching that and then watching the Isildur in this and thinking that he will be the same character that we see in lord of the rings mm. just because in lord of the rings he seems like well he is obviously corrupted by the ring but even by that before that he seems like a bit arrogant and stuff we don't see much of him but no. and there's a scene when gandalf um reads the 
a little bit of passage about Isildur, like the notes that were taken about him. And even then he's like, he's depicted as being quite arrogant and right. and, and as a human. Interesting. But in this show, he, he doesn't seem like that at all, does he? he seems... He's going to be a long, a long developer, isn't he? Yeah. He's going to be like, I don't know how many seasons they'll plan for it, but he's obviously like basically a kid at the moment. He only yeah. just made it out of Numenor after being banished from leaving. So it's going to be a long way to go forward from his current There's a big character arc there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Has the actor got, got the legs in it, though? I mean, yeah, he wasn't particularly cap- captivating, no. was it, performance? But again, like it was, it, it felt like a... If you, if it wasn't for the fact that he is a sealed door, like it's kind of a minor part, really. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah exactly. Far. If he wasn't that character... And I think actually last week when we chatted about it, we were we were all just like you were just like that is the same as Sildor, mm. and we were just like no that can't be because of the times and it doesn't seem like the same character. Yeah, I doubt I doubted it, but I don't doubt it anymore. Now I think, I think it, it is. is. Yeah, this is definitely definitely the same as Sildor. Yeah, I think mm. I'm trying. I think I was trying to overcomplicate it, and actually I don't think they are that smart. Well, no, Giving it's not that. It's not that. I just, I just don't think that they're. Yeah, they're not going down the route of making it really twisty and turning. Mm. I think it is fairly straight up, or it has been so far. Yeah. What's interesting about you just said about watching the start of Lord of the Rings and Gladwell explains what was it? Three rings for the elves. Was it five for the dwarves and seven for men? Is um, that right? It's not seven is, for the is uh, it seven, seven for men, nine for dwarves, isn't it? Oh, is it nine? Oh, wow. I thought it was the other way around. Seven for men and nine. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll fact check. We'll just fact check it. I'll, so that means then that the, the elves' rings obviously got made first because we, that's what we're now seeing. So are we then expecting to see the creation of the other rings? And if so, how how's that going to come about? Because yeah, obviously so- the, the mithril is what made the elvish rings, but then um, Sauron's now gone over to Mount Doom to obviously at some point forge his own ring but do we think first the the other the other rings get forged and then he makes his one or yeah, is there so a timeline for that this this works quite well with actually Dan's theory of how brown not how brown Sauron being a shapeshifter is um from what i know that he actually is called the gift bearer isn't he um in the books and he helps create all the rings okay before uh, making the one yeah ring. yeah okay so that's still going to happen then, basically. Yeah, and then he's and then ugh, I can't quite remember in my head now, but basically he then corrupts. He gives them. He gives the rings to the. Um, my God, the men, the dwarves, the dwarves, the men. He gives the rings to the dwarves and the men in hopes that it corrupts them and they will join his side. Mm. The dwarves are quite resilient to it and they don't let it affect them. And the men obviously are corrupted by yeah. it. And then they they join forces. They become the ring race. They, they become the ring race, yeah. Did you find the numbers? Um yeah, I was wrong. It was um seven to dwarfs, nine to nine men. So they're nine yeah. ring race then. Must be. Assumably. Assumably. Yeah. But the um, So going back to the Elven ones, yeah. I wonder if whether or not I, I I don't know whether or not it's in the original works, but because the the show has depicted them being made almost separate from um Sauron whether or not they are somehow different to Pure. all the others and also actually I don't know if I'm jumping too soon jump mate. but what I don't understand is we keep talking about all these all powerful rings and all the power of the rings 
right? What do they actually do? Yeah. Mm. What 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 do, you know? What do yeah. they give you? Yeah. Well, we know Good obviously question. the 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 actual um, one ring. Yeah. Is got powers to it. Yeah. But, but what? But what? But, but the, even, uh, even that, even that, right? What are those powers? Yeah, that makes people go invisible. But that's like, I feel like that's not the power. I think probably Sauron's the only one that gets the. Power I think it has it in got, the same way, doesn't he? Yeah, but I think it obviously does get. It manages to. It speaks to people, doesn't it? In a way that I don't think the other rings do. Mm. Or that the other rings do obviously have some connection and some. They do connect to whoever's bearing that ring. I think the one ring. Is just you know so powerful in the way it was made and from the mm. metals it was made from that it's able to corrupt anyone and grab a hold of them and mm. bend them to its will. What that Which will is does, and who yeah. and, and whose will that is put on from is that Sauron? Did he put his malice and all his like destruction into that ring? Probably because it's yeah, done in the middle of a bloody volcano. Yeah. I mean, how is he making a ring in a volcano? It's such wow. intricate work, isn't it? Guess we'll find out. He's got to go and Imagine do it. that. He's got to like... get his MVQ and stonemason first. Yeah. And then... yeah. One thing while we're talking about the materials that the rings are made out of, just goes to, you know, they gave um, Bilbo and Frodo that Mithril vest. Yeah. You think, bloody hell, right? That tiny little bit they're making all these rings from and they're going, oh, how precious it is. The amount they gave away in that oh, place. chucking it away. Well, I guess that, I guess that's what's going to happen, isn't it? Because that whole mountain is seemingly Absolutely made up of it. So they Because the whole thing, the narrative in this particular series is that they've not been able to find any way of doing anything with it. Yeah. You know, before um, Halbrand came along and was like, Oh, why don't you mix it? Which I don't know how Celebrimbor didn't yeah. try that. He's, himself. Uh, yeah, literally the he's supposed to be the greatest class. ever. The greatest yeah. ever like craftsman. He and he's basic. like, oh, what? You want me to mix it? With? Oh, I didn't think about Again, that. Again, that, that that's really lazy. That was yeah. very, very, very lazy. Yeah. yeah. There was probably a more intricate way they could have done that, but maybe they tried to simplify it. But oh, um, was, No, I give them no credit for that. That was poor... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I that was I a way of like we need then, to condense this into five minutes. Yeah, and then just put two the, seats. The thing that the really upset me, right, is they talked about basically combining the metals, and that was lazy. And then they made it even worse when it was like, oh, we're trying to do it under too much pressure. We need to coax the metals yeah. together. And you like, oh, cut. this is this. Yeah, is, this is too. This much. is proper like, rubbish. Also, yeah. uh, also, what the hell is that? What the hell is Halbrand even doing in there? Like this is literally yeah, like up. yeah, but this is literally like this 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 whole operation that the elves are doing is to save their entire race. Like mm. this would have been the most top secret, under wraps operation in the whole of the elven history, and they just let some randomer walk yeah. in off the street and just be like, next minute he's like hand in hand building, forging these yeah. rings with the like most like you know qualified man there to do it yeah you, I think because like when Elrond gets put um, with Calibrimbor it's like the biggest honour of Elrond's life yeah. to be in that same room as his like you know yeah and then someone just comes yeah. out the street and he's doing more than Elrond Elrond's yeah. walking around and with his dick in his hands yeah because well, he hasn't got a degree in uh, in craftsmanship or whatever like yeah. smithery smithery but um, there is a um, a backstory that uh, Keller Brimble is actually under the control of Sauron, and that's why he is well doing all of that. Yeah, so I don't know the ins and outs, but I think that well, is sort of the nod 
or that might actually be what happens. But yeah, so I so last week, do you remember me saying I know who Calabrimbo is, but I couldn't think, I yeah. couldn't remember who he, I'd heard of. His, when I what when I saw him be introduced in this show, I was like, oh yeah, it's him, but I couldn't think who that was. Yeah. <clears throat> so Calabrimbo, there was two games that came out on the um, PlayStation um, called Shadow of um, what's it called? Mortal. Yeah, I think it was called that, something like that. Um, basically, and you played a ranger, a bit like an Aragon-type character, and you your secondary character was an elf called Calabrimbo, and this is the same Calabrimbo. Right. So basically, he, he was killed by Sauron, um, but he wasn't fully killed, but because of his unique craft and skill, Sauron still kept him as a wraith-type thing. So he still existed in the, on some plane. And he basically seeked out revenge against Sauron. And Sauron, throughout the game, Sauron had like this way of like manipulating Calabrimbo. Right. But um, yeah, so you basically played as both him and I forgot what the Rangers so, but, name But this, is. the game is set after this, right? No, uh, yeah, right. yeah. Okay, but it's the same Calabrimbo... Um, just depicted slightly differently. Obviously, in this one, he's a little bit of an older man. Uh, in the game, he's very much like a younger elf who's still able to fight, and he has a bow and all sorts. Actually, that 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 links a little bit on to the to the Elrond piece because okay. it's like, oh, you know, I was on the battlefield thousands of years ago, yeah, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, Elrond, as it stands right now, does not come across as a fearsome warrior. No, not at all. He's he's depicted as the same age as Gladwell, but they're not. Like, Gladwell is at least 2,000 years older than him. Yes. Um, That's why it wouldn't work, I don't think. I think the age gap... Is because it, am I right in thinking that... That's how it works in health. Yeah. Like, for us, it's like, what is it? Half plus seven is the age yeah. gap. Yeah, dog <laughs> years. For them, it's like, got to be at least 1,000 years... Yeah, you get, you get, otherwise, yeah, yeah. otherwise it's too far. Yeah, do you reckon they just do that? Like they give birth every thousand years. And yeah, it's like, that's the only underage is if you're under yeah. a thousand. They're, they're not arguing. The twins aren't arguing if they're like a minute later, are they? Yeah, it's like I'm a thousand years. We're twins, but I'm a thousand years uh, oh, older than you. Yeah, but um, Elrond marries Gladwell's daughter. Oh, I what, you getting, no, what, you no getting well over my <laughs> your pay grade. Well over my yeah, skill set. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that El like um, Gladwell is Elrond's mother-in-law. Here we go. Actually, sorry, sorry, sorry again. I get excited when there's something that I remember. Here's yeah. another thing that I've read and a bit of a like, what the fuck? Yeah. So um, Galadriel under the tree. Where again, like Theo is just. Oh no, it's not Theo. Yeah, it's Theo. It's just so thick, right? So she's given him this sword. To be like for emergencies, and they're hiding from a whole pack of orcs. Oh, this is just after the Mount, oh, uh, Mount yeah. Doom sorry, we're like dumping around. No, no. It's... And what, what does Matey Boy do? Pull his sword. So obviously all the orcs here, and yeah. she's like, Obvi- obviously, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to take on a whole pack of orcs, are you? you absolute cretin? Yeah. <laughs> really annoying. He's a, yeah. But that not that wasn't the point I was trying to make. But fear is a dreadful character. The point I was trying to make is that she talks about Celebron or Celebron or whatever his name her is, husband. who's her husband, who's yes. dead. Well, in Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, they're happily married. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah? Really? Yeah, it's the same geezer. Yeah. Oh. So I wonder Isn't that only not... the extended edition though. We see him. Well, I don't know, but I've I've seen. Yeah. Like so, yeah. it was in there. Definitely so... the same bloke. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. the same guy. So, so you wonder whether or not that's going to play in it. Yeah, point. I think so. I think that I think 
I think they've got to really double down on Gladwell as a character. And oh, they've, yeah. they've got to really, you know, expand her art because at the end of the day, she's she can't just be chasing Sauron for the for five seasons. Like she's got to be have some kind of progression. And I think, yeah, her husband is obviously she she talks about how her husband is missing, and that she what well she knows him to be killed by Sauron. Um, You're right, by the way. Just quick googling. Um, Galadriel's daughter Celebrian was the wife of Elrond, yeah, and mother of Arwen. So Galadriel is Arwen's grandmother. Is that right? Who eventually no. marries Aragorn? Yeah. Yes. To the, of all the elves that live for all those thousands of years, they have to stay with that little family line. Hmm. Mm. It's like the Skywalkers, isn't Maybe it? Maybe that's how it works, though. But yeah, you're right. It says, uh, towards the end of her stay in Middle-earth, she was joint ruler of Lothorian, which is the elven city, with her husband, Celeborn. Lady Lorien, Lady of the Light. I think it's just the extended edition, but we see we see like a, a, a meeting with with Gladwell and her husband. <clears throat> the Fellowship go to their... their Interesting. Um, mm. Interesting. I don't want to say castle. Their tree. <laughs> One of her notable aliases is Benadryl. <laughs> great, great, for in- great for indigestion. It's unbelievable. Wow. There you go. What do we, anyway. what do we reckon? I know your opinion on Gladiel is pretty hot, isn't it? Is it still hot? Definitely. I mean, I didn't like her when she was getting all angry and shouting at Sauron, but I let her off. I let her off that. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, it's one of them where you know she's going to be in it till the end, whenever they end the series. So it's good that she's a likable character. Is she likable though? Yeah, I think so. Dan, I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of development because if you think about how she's portrayed as like very um, ominous, well, in the Lord of the Rings, like very wise, very yeah. uh, like you can't imagine her jumping around with a sword, could no, you? No, but then she's got this terrifying side to her. Yeah, and so she th- starts screaming and true. Yeah. So I think I think there's there is some um, again like there's a lot of development, a lot of room for manoeuvre in there, mm. which I think is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, you need that. Really. And, to, and to your point, like I can't it, it, they can't have five series of it being like each series. Oh, nearly got Sauron. Yeah, rats missed yeah, him again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't you can't keep shape shifted again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's just a bit. It's a bit rubbish. It's a bit, it's a bit poor. Elrond, for me, is the one that is f- so far from his yeah, Lord of the Rings I feel character. like he's a, he's, a weak, he's a weak character. If it wasn't for his relationship with... Um, his friendship with Durin. Uh, Durin, like, honestly, I would have no interest in him whatsoever. Really? Yeah. I think, I think one, show, the, one thing the show has done really good is show how, how honourable he is. That's true. And I think, actually, that, you know, re-watching clips from Lord of the Rings... And saying that he wants to destroy this ring, and there's one scene. And it's the scene when um, they all throw their weapons in at, when they form the fellowship. In the fellowship. Elrond looks to Gandalf, and he gives him a little smirk. And because um, for most of that film, he's, he's also quite a serious bloke, very yeah. like you know, this is ma- matter of fact, fact, and nothing else. But. When he gives him that little smirk, it like reminded me then of the L one we see in this, that kind of like cheeky, that mm. little bit more looser character. Mm. So I'll be really interested to see how how he turns into 
the sort of personality mm. you see in Lord of the Rings. I also think it'd be really cool when we actually do get to that final battle scene and we do see Elrond leading the charge, you know, yeah. like he does in that film. Yeah. And actually become that, you know, frontline fighter to what we see now, where we feel him is probably a little bit reserved, like standing yeah. back from the fight. I think that'd be a really good like character arc to see him yeah. transform into into that character. And I think to get there, he's going to lose a lot. Yeah, something bad's going to happen, isn't um, it? And unfortunately, at the moment, the only thing we can see him being the biggest loss to him is Durin, because mm. their friendship. That's true, yeah. So I think you know when we start seeing these rings being passed around and the eventual divide between the elves and the dwarfs, that's going to really change the yeah. characters. Yeah, true. And I was just thinking as well, obviously, we're talking about now characters that are definitely going to be in the next few seasons. So Elrond, Galadriel, you know, you've got characters then like Nori. She's obviously going to be featured in the second season, but she's, you know, surrounded by characters that we know are going to be in it for thousands of years, but she's just a half foot. So you'd imagine at some point her character arc is going to come to a, an end yeah. as well. You're good! There you go. That's, it's like she's here. She is here. Oh, I just oh. stepped on her. <laughs> Um, yeah, she was obviously the most standout character of that that chapter. If we want to move on to the the Harfoot sort of yeah side of things, I um, think she acted that quite well. I think she's yeah. one of the strongest strongest act- actors yeah, in the whole show. I think yeah, she's really good. So I'm glad she's you know going to be featured in season two. You'd again, you'd assume. I, I don't see why she wouldn't be. 100 percent going to be in there to, to at least some extent. Whether you see any of the other ones, maybe not. I don't. They're obviously off. They've travelled somewhere. Are they travelling to now? What's going to become the Shire? Is that the kind well, of implication they had the I, map? Yeah. I mean, I I love the idea somewhere. that that they're gifted the Shire. I yeah. think Dan brought that up last time. Mm. I think that would be beautiful if they're gifted that. Again, rewatching the the Hobbit clips the other day of watching them like when they're in the Shire. It's just lovely. And I think mm. if they are gifted that through some way that what like, you know they've as return of thanks. Yeah. Cause as as it stands, they're kind of like migratory, like they can yeah. never settle. And I think yeah. it's almost like some species of bird where <laughs> there's no like choice, like they have to move. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's definitely going to be some point where either they go forces them to stop. Yeah, we're not doing mm. this anymore. Yeah. Or someone says it could just be a t- it could just be something simple as a time jump. We know that there's going to be time jumps in this show between seasons, so it could just be a fact that they might just you know, yeah, the time jump might happens. be of like a thousand years or something ridiculous like that, yeah. five hundred years, and during that time, that is when they have decided that that's when they stop and it. Mm. There's no reason. It's just because during that time, that's that's what's happening. Yeah, Jack and the first ones that are like, hang on a minute, what is? Why do we? Why do we do this every year? Yeah, and they'll go. We've always done it. Well, I thought, I, I thought, I thought, and they'll go. Can't believe it. Yeah, all that, and we didn't even have to do it. We never thought of that. What's funny is the homes they build couldn't be more movable if they tried. They're literally underground. Yeah, it's not like a normal house where yeah. on like they can dismantle and move. Mm. Um, I thought one of them was going to make a little comment. You know, when those weird three women burn down all their. Um, like wagons mm. I thought one of them was going to be like well, this wouldn't happen if we had just stayed, stayed put in one place I mm. just thought it was lining up for someone to make a little comment but, true um, and I was trying to work out when they were doing that little scene with the map whether they were 
I couldn't work out the direction they said they were going to start heading in and whether that had any relevance or we forget that we're talking about like thousands of years in which time, even if it was like hundreds of years, like so much could happen in hundreds mm-hmm. of years. Yeah. Like, you know, so I don't know show, how old the Shire is versus what the Southlands were. But, no, in this um, show, they're moving very much towards Mordor, aren't they? Mm, That's the way they're moving in because they, they come across some of the debris from the eruption, don't they? Yeah. Um, and the Shire is like, it could, like you say, it couldn't be further away from where yeah. they are right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they get from there all the way up to mm. the top. If um, they cover it, it might just be, you know. I might, think there might be that the Shire exists now and there's people uh, there now. It's just a totally different breed. We're assuming they're connected to hobbits because they share so many similar qualities and traits genocide. and they look the same sort of thing. But <laughs> who's to say that there isn't hobbits in the Shire right Right there and then, and that's just a different yeah. breed of. How about people. right now? I, I think that's uh, the hobbits there right now. Yeah, I think getting ready for Christmas. But yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. We've got so many series. I suspect they're going. This is going to be like five, six, seven series jobber. You reckon? Yeah, I don't think they'll have this done. They'd have to. They'd have to find a fine balance between moving quickly enough and not dragging. I think for it to be. That I long. think. I think. Shall I see if there's any any news on how long they've see if commissioned? Because you, you'd imagine it's building up to, you know, some of the bigger moments that we know are going to happen. But yeah, I, I put my money long. on five max. Yeah, yeah, five max, and then what? And then some spin-offs. <laughs> Nori and the. Um, well, I mean, that just obviously depends on how how well this show yeah. does. I mean, looking at Game of Thrones. What they did, you know, they had a really bad finale and they end up committing to like yeah. seven or eight different spin offs straight after. But only two or three of them are only going to see light of day, but they really doubled down on, on that. Mm. So, according to a very good source here, who's the according to uh, Town and Country Mag, um, <laughs> Rings <laughs> of Power is planned for five seasons. Wow. So, okay. Mars, very, very well done. Yeah. Town and country isn't that like a mobile phone shop in Charminster? I'm 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 telling you what I'm seeing. They would know on the mobile, would they? They They would. They would. What other arcs are we missing? There's the one that I think all of us probably don't find the most exciting, which is Numenorians. Numenor. Well, there's Numenor, but now now the armies from Numenor have now combined forces with. Oh no! I think we've we've What's still got a lot to lot to play out in in Numenor. But I do they've think all, they've all left. Oh, well, they've gone back now. Majority right? of them have gone back. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to see a lot of political plays, similar to. And I'm not going to say. It, I was going to say similar to Game of Thrones, but we're going to see a lot of that. I think between I don't know his name, but the kind of Queen's counselor, chief counselor, For, is it Farazon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's definitely got uh, his own agenda. And I think now with the Queen being disabled, I think he's going to play some play some tricks in the next season, mm. and we're going to see a lot of power shifts now. True. Also, now that the King is the King's definitely dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to see a lot about. We're going to see a lot more in Numenor. I think. Did a lot, did all season. of them go back? They left. They left basically like a um, a brigade, right? But not many, because you had um, you know th- all the main old... characters went back basically. All the ones we care about. Okay. Obviously, the first couple of episodes, sort of five episodes, five and six, we had, I always forget his name, Arondir, 
and Bronwyn, they were obviously together with, with all of those lots. Southlanders. 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 And then, um, or what's left of the Southlanders, the ones that didn't go and join the, the orcs. And then you had the Numenorians come over to like join the battle. So then you had, um, you had what's those three? So you had obviously Isildur and his two mates, the whose queen. names always escape me. Queen. Uh, the Queen. Elendil. You had Elendil, Elendil. his dad, uh, Isildur's dad. So they all came over for Al this for this big clash, clash of the clans. And then, yeah, now they've obviously Mount Doom exploded. The Queen got blinded. She turned into like Neo for some episodes. <laughs> like, <it was laughs> shit, very shit, on. very shit, Neo. Yeah. And Elon, uh, Ellen Dill was like take, having none of it. He knew that she was blind, like, yeah, the whole time. Just, just thinking about that as well. All that, all that effort, all that effort, and they, they, they sort it out. They win, and then actually, they've only just killed humans. And oh, actually, yeah. they've still got the the bloody key that nobody knew what it was anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's a big talking point. That is that that key thing. And that bloody old the bloke. Hilt, the hilt. Yoda Sauron. Yeah. What's up, what's up with him? Is he? Did he die? Is he still alive? Oh God, I think he might still be uh, alive. He's still alive, yeah. Because uh, we just saw him turn the key, didn't we? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that key thing. Yeah, like, but then he was very much like in the blast zone, wasn't he? True. But, but then Theo yeah, didn't see him die. Survive, didn't he? The, so. the, the, key, the key thing is a bit strange, isn't it? Because yeah. So it was always there. I quite then, like the key. Really, I quite like the key because I because I think because I because I thought about this and I and I originally thought that's pretty dumb, that's pretty stupid. But if this really was Sauron's plan from the start, and he's been kind of laying the groundworks, this could have always could have happened at any point in, in, in at Mount Doom. The fact that the waters, the dams breaking. But hang on, sorry, the, sorry, but hang on. It was it Sauron's plan. Because Adar, he wanted this to happen so that the orcs. Oh, would if be this is Adar's plan, it's it's stupid. If this was Sauron's plan, I'm on board of it. There must have been a plan for like hundreds, yeah, thousands of years because yeah. that hilt just wouldn't be in the bottom of some shed in the Southlands, waiting for someone to find it to then be used to unlock but, but, the dam that starts Mount Doom. Yeah, we are talking like, thousands very... of years because obviously the, the humans were, and I think this again comes to the part where they can't show a lot from the first age, but the humans were obviously corrupted. Mm. The men were corrupted. So mm. there was obviously like, yeah, I think I think definitely there was, yeah, okay, maybe not a thousand years, but at least sort of a couple of hundred years. So why not, why, why not just, have the dam if if Sauron's rise to power was you know needed this dam to unblock the Mount Doom to get all the water in it to explode to turn the Southlands into Mordor why has he not done that well because I don't think why he, has he I don't not think he it? had the power to I don't think he was able to it seems to me I, th- I think yeah we definitely are gonna try and hopefully see a lot more of Sauron's beginnings and from what he was from when he was Morgoth's general to how he becomes Halbrand. Mm. That's the interesting part, isn't it? Because like you say, why wouldn't he just bypass the Halbrand mm. arc and just go straight to Mount Doom and unlock it? Yeah. If that was always his plan. So again, being that whole like attached to a body thing, I don't think he was a physical entity. I don't think he was able to actually put a sword into a, or a key into a... So into then a... up until, obviously we saw the, the hilt from episode 
one, basically, wasn't it? Episode one yeah. or two. It was the in MacGuffin, the... wasn't it? Excuse me? The, Mac... the MacGuffin. MacGuffin? Yeah, the kind of like, you know, oh, what's this? This is going to be... Oh, something. okay. Yeah. So apart from it being with Theo, who, say what you want about Theo, there was never... Oh, there was, oh, there, oh there, he's there a was, fucking cunt. There was never any... Wow. There was never There was never any mention from the orcs, from uh, any of the orcs, Urukai, and nothing from Adar, from no one about this hilt. No one being like, we need to find the hilt, we need to find the hilt. No, they are Are they specifically looking yeah, for it? Yeah, because and also they were building the trenches to like finish it off. Because that's the other thing. If you've got this magic mechanism that unlocks a perfect thing, why do you still need to build a trench? Well, because of the sunlight. They weren't able to actually travel. Yeah, but I, the tr- the trench was where the water flowed through. Oh yeah. So if it's perfectly made and you've got all that kit, but you forgot to build the thing that takes it from that amazing dam through to more. No, I, I I can get on board with that mm. because do, do they really mention it though? Like they're looking for this hilt because it seems to me far too convenient that Theo picks it up and has it with him the whole time, and then suddenly they find he's got it and. Oh, here's the key. Oh, we're ready to go. Sweet, let's do it. Yeah, I thought it was after it, wasn't That's why they were trying to get to that watchtower because that's where the that's where the the um the opposite of a key. So did they know it was the there the whole was. time then? Yeah, they they knew that the that's why they started invading the Southlands. To so look I think for from, but from the moment that he picked it up, not like before that. No, before that, yeah, because uh, so is it just co- coincidence that yeah. as soon as they started attacking, he then happens to yeah. find it? Yeah, it's not because he finds it. And also, it triggers. also remember, no. remember that he stopped because they're, they're like digging under the houses and that. And no, that I get. That I get. The only reason that Theo stumbles across it is because he's panicking and he's hiding. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that's when he finds it. So it is a bit because and that that isn't isn't a problem for me. It's more the fact that it would make more sense to oh, me gosh. if he picked it up and then it triggered like like it does when you touch a palantir and, or when you put the ring on and he fucking knows where you are straight away. GPS that, that, signal. That like as soon as Theo picked up the sword, then it triggered them being like, oh, someone's got the sword. Let's fucking yeah. go and get it. But no, it never seemed to be. It just seemed so coincidental that like they're attacking. Oh, and Theo's found because they could have been looking around for. Days like trying to, it's in yeah, the bottom true. of some random house, and they just happens to Theo happens to find it. But I think they were happy to... to do that. I think they were happy. I think Adar, so Adar's main, he he obviously was aware of Mount Doom and its power and mm. its, like what it, what it could do if it erupted, because that was his plan from all along. He yeah, he's an elf turned into an orc that wants to basically make a safe haven for all the orcs to live in, to yeah. live in. Yeah. So that they're blind, so they're covered from the sunlight and all that. That just so happens to coincide with Sauron's plan to, you know, but his plan for having Mount Doom is not the same plan mm. as Adar's plan for having Mount Doom. Do you think Sauron knows at this point that Mount Doom is where he's going to forge the ring? Yeah, that's a good point, though. I think so. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be some. I, this is where it comes back to. I think that. He actually was a Southlander, or he had some connection to the Southlands before he took the body of Halbrand, and that's mm. why he has that connection to Mount Doom. The only other thing, the only other way of looking at it, is is it all just convenient that the Mount Doom taking over Mordor was always Adar's plan, and actually it's just very convenient that um, Sauron's like, actually, I'll take this myself. Maybe, maybe. I just, I don't think Adar is that powerful. Yeah, I think he's like a 
He's like a squad leader. He, yeah, basically. he's definitely someone that the uh, that the uh, that the Orcs look up to, um, and that they follow. But he's not he's not that powerful enough to orchestrate, you know. If you pardon the pun, that whole entire mechanism that that unlocks the Fair. water into Mount Doom. Yeah. Can can I do a little aside on this? An aside bell. And this is nothing to do with um, rings of power. Okay. Well, it is. Well, gone then. But Mount Doom, that's proper lame, isn't it? That's a lame name. Mm. That's proper lame. Is that a name for it? Has it got like a, you know... That's really tragic. A different name? Because everything in Lord of the Rings seems to have three names. I mean, Galadriel's called Benadryl to start with. (laughs) Mount Doom is called... Let's have a look. Hill of Fire. Um... I'll quickly mention my least favourite moment of the entire series, which is when they treated us like children. PowerPoint presentation. With a PowerPoint presentation, uh, zooming in towards Mount Doom, and it says the Southlands in the top corner, and then it scribbles it out and says Mordor. I, I think what made it worse Like, is we they, didn't know it was fucking Mordor. They did that the episode after Mount Doom erupted. So, at the end of episode... It was the end of episode seven that they... So, end of episode seven, Mount Doom erupted, and then... No, that's that was when they no, had no, that no, scene. No, 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 it wasn't. It was the it was the episode eight that they did the uh, no, 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 episode um, six. Yes, that's when it, the wave hit Galadriel, and then that's when that ended. And then it ended. Yeah, episode start of episode seven was when we see the her and Theo, f- yeah, mixing around. And then yes, you're right. The end yeah. of that one is then it zooms in and it's like Southlands. Yeah, wipes it out. Mordor. But like, we do. We do always. We do always a whole week of people speculating. Not that they need to speculate because that was very much very clearly Mount Doom. But we do always say that you know we're not the biggest like Tolkien nerds or anything like that. Yeah, but and I get what you're saying. But for a very casual viewer, yeah, yeah, for a very casual. For, okay, yeah, for a very. You might then, need to spell out a bit by this. Oh, just do you know? But, you but know, by we're seven episodes in. But like, by this point, a very casual viewer must be so lost with it. Yeah, exactly. It was just it just another one of those moments where it took me out of the program. You didn't need to put any words anywhere. It was just like artistically, it was beautiful, and then they just fucking. Oh, I hated it. There you go. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Not my episode, anymore, my, episode, my episode two, I was still questioning who was Saruman and who was Sauron. So Mount Doom does have other names. <laughs> so what are these names I actually recognise? I thought, thought Halbrand was Saruman. <laughs> I don't know. What an ass guy. I just waiting for Gimli to turn up because he was my favourite character. Um, is Gimli a hobbit? Toss <laughs> <laughs> me! <laughs> Salted pork. Uh, Mount Doom, also called... Ora Druin. That's a horrible name. It's, or it's better though, isn't this, it? this name, which I think we have heard, Amon Amath, which is Mountain of Fate. See, it's just a bit. It's Amon just a Amath. bit more. It's not as you know. Mount Doom is so like it's very Americanized. Oh, it's so isn't served it? up to you. And yeah. It's like, oh fuck off. Mount Doom. Yeah. Um. It's like it's like Linden being Land of the Light. Oh yeah, grow up. All right, yeah, Linden. good and evil. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, this guy did write it. You know. 70, 80 years ago. I don't care. Maybe even longer, wasn't it? Are there any other story arcs that we've... uh, The only... I mean, the only thing we probably haven't covered much on is the dwarfs. Yeah. Not that there was a lot going on because their their story intertwines quite quite, quite closely to the um, elves in their sort of purpose of what they're serving right now. Mm. But we know that Durin, um, his family is... Me, you know, their descendants of his family 
are quite important, aren't they, throughout the, the timeline of Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I think in The Hobbit, there is a descendant of that family line. Is it? Well, it's not... Um, What's his name? One of one main, of main main one of Gimli's not, one of Gimli's forefathers is in the Hobbit. Is it like Dwalin, son of Balin, or something? Yeah, but also, but also, you've got um, is it Thorin? Yeah, yeah. that's the main. That's, that's the, the main. main. Is, yeah, who's like son of? He's not really a dwarf, though. Is he's a little bit. He no, doesn't. He's a dwarf. Look, yeah, but he doesn't look like a dwarf, does he? he doesn't he's not like. You saying he Scottish. could get on a ride at Thorpe Park? He, he he could. Yeah, he's like a cross. He is a cross between a Hobbit and a dwarf, I think. Hmm. Anyway, but it's again the the time different, the time gap is yeah. another yeah. thousand of years. So, but the family name is is of importance, and I think we're gonna they are the ones that kind of shape Minas Tirith. Minas Tirith. Well, well, I'm just I'm just looking at um, is, that the, is that the uh, no Kazadum. So Kazadum is where Moria is. Yeah, so I'm looking at this, I'm yeah. looking at this map in yeah. front of me. Which in Lord of the Rings is like a desolate. Yeah, but I think I think we're gonna see his family and what he does throughout the years really turn it into what ends up being the kind of minds of Moria that we see the remnants of Grand Designs. And, yeah, and, and we will, and I think it's like because that is where obviously we see the Balrog oh, is there. Yeah, oh. under the And also that is obviously where the infamous Fire you fools does 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 Durin's father know that the Balrog is living there? Do we think so? What, uh, is that why he's not allowing the, any mining going? So on? the only reason that I think he's being so possessive and secretive is that I think that he might be having an affair with, with the, Balrog, the Balrog. Yeah, and it's always assumed right. that the Balrog is. Well, I mean, I was assuming the Balrog is male, but I actually wonder if the Balrog might be female. Yes, or male. Might be into it. Could be a shapeshifter. Could be Sauron. Could be. Do you think it's the same Balrog that is told in the story? Like, do you think Balrog is just a Balrog? Do you think there's one, one, one Balrog that lives for thousands yeah, of I years? Yeah, I don't know. I like, always uh, thought there was one Balrog, but I might, but I might be like, believing what, what, that there's what, a mold, there's a multiple. Like the Minotaur. Well, this one, this one is in this one is in Moria. Or is Kazadun, which are going to be the mines of Moria? Oh no, you're saying is this the Balrog that's that the made prophecy? Mithril. You're yeah. talking about, is this the Balrog in Lord of the Rings? Both. Well, both. Because it could be three or it could be all the same one. I'm saying, is it the one that is told in the story that had the fight with the elf and it's under the tree and made create, the thrill? Um, so I'm thinking there's just one. I'm frantically Googling. No, it'd be interesting to know. Because I mean, that, I that would make like, sense if it was the same bit, uh, Balrog because that mm-hmm. Balrog, like you say, creates the Mithril with the elf and that's where the Mithril yeah. is then... You know, we don't know what the end to that particular story is, but also I just realised that Gandalf does say Flight a Balrog. A he, d- he doesn't say the Balrog. Yeah, or... I, I I think there's a cle- I think there's a small collection of Balrogs. Yeah. So I'm now oh, a gaggle, a gaggle, I'm not, I'm, a murder of Balrogs. I'm I'm now on um, Wikipedia, Balrog. something called Tolkien yeah. Gateway Net dot Wiki. And it says that there are seven Balrogs. Seven. In the end, Tolkien stated that there were probably there were there probably state uh, what he stated that there were probably at most seven Balrogs. This is his imagination. He can determine yeah, however yeah. many he I likes. I think there might be. In the margin, my father wrote, "These should not. Th- there should not. Fucking. Hell. There should not be supposed more than say three or at most seven ever existed. That's a big gap, right. isn't it? I so think basically, three like, or maybe seven. They're like uh, 
they're like a mythical creature yeah. effectively they're like a phoenix where seeing one is like fucking... which for this world universe like to have a mythical creature is something mm. isn't it because they're mm. all pretty much mythical creatures yeah yeah and you can't imagine there being you can't imagine seeing two of them mm. so how they come to exist or anything i don't know maybe when one dies it just becomes are they a bit like one. the eagles that take frodo and sam i mean they can't fly no, but what I mean is like that kind of like, are they, do they exist? Like, are they real? Yeah. I'd imagine. They only come out, they only come out when it's really like, you know, yeah, really important. I can't even think what I would compare it to in any sort of other literature, but it's like a, it is like the Minotaur of Greek mythology. It's yeah. like the one, like the Cyclops, like a one-off yeah. rare thing. And if there's seven of them, then that's interesting, but I don't think they'd ever be. But again, they you know, are, said three, they're Morgoths. So. Like they were, they were created by Morgoth, I um, I think. Mm. So I should never have looked at my phone because you may find it quite distracting. And you know, Google questions you gives know, you like related not. questions. Go on. And I quite like <laughs> Is Halbrand a Sauron? Is Halbrand a Sauron? Interesting. He's got his uh, how many Saurons are there? Seven. Three at most seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm like look, really looking forward to the Balrog becoming, you know, seeing it do something again. Because a lot of the advertising they made for this show is like the two very quick shots we've had of Sauron being Sauron in his armor and the Balrog, both of which yeah. were like five seconds each. Yeah, it was a very cheek. It was a very sneaky little teaser of the Balrog. Given yeah. nothing, nothing more happened other than it roaring. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a season two special. Hopefully. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, 100% we're going we're gonna to see what happens between Durin and his father. You know, does Durin and his wife overthrow his dad and, mm. and take take the crown? Does mm. he kill his dad? Does, you know, does does his dad do something one step too far, which pushes Durin into doing something? Who knows? So, yeah, be interesting to see what happens mm. there. I would like them to actually now kind of separate themselves a little bit from the elves and be their own independent story. Mm. Um, I, f- I think actually, you know, as it goes on, I think I think the dad will stick around. I think he will be one of the ones that is corrupted by the ring. Um, Could be. And that's what puts Durin in the position to overthrow him Could from be. power. Yeah. And I think that would be quite an emotional moment for him to do that for his, to his dad. Or the other way. Durin could be corrupted by mm. a ring and we see it flip the other side. Either way, I'd like them to step away from the elves and be their own kind of independent story. Now. Yeah, which I think is interesting you say that because I would like them to do that. But I also think that once um, Elrond, I don't know whether they're, Elrond will go back to the elves or whether he'll spend you know time with Durin, but I feel like the, the dwarves on their own, to me at the moment, don't seem interesting enough to, on their own to be like generating a good enough story. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like I feel like as soon as Elrond goes, every time it flashes back to Durin and his dad and stuff, apart from the Mithril and the Balrog, I I don't see a lot of really interesting stuff going on there. Like the Balrog would have to come into play quick in like some sort of like Battle. siege or something yeah, without, to make it interesting. With, without the elves' need for the Mithril. It's kind of like, yeah. what point? What what are the dwarves contributing to the overall outcome? Yeah, they're just in a cave, keeping themselves to themselves, which is what they were before Elrond even came back. They were just doing their own thing. Mm, yeah, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I don't. No, I know what you mean. Unless the mithril, they've, I guess, unless, is the key, yeah, but... without the need of the mithril, they haven't got. They haven't got. You know, that all that exciting. No story going on. It's down to them to make it interesting mm. and give us something to be interested in. Like you say, is there something? Is there a reason why the dad doesn't want them to mine? Could we find that out? There's but, got to be something more to that, hasn't there? Yeah, something. Maybe, yeah. Well, it could be Balrog related, even. Um, COVID related. Do you think Sauron took that little nugget of mithril, or do you think it got used alongside got, the, the dagger? I, I think it got used. Yeah, because yeah? I thought they might have just used the dagger. Oh no, we saw we saw that we saw them drop it, yeah. drop the mithril as, into as well as the yeah, dagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she she also dagger, used her brother's dagger as well, didn't she? For the yeah, mix I remember the gold. dagger, but I couldn't remember if they just no, no, straight no. swapped it or yeah. both. Of them. Can you imagine yeah. that would be another great line of like Kalimbor, like asking like, did, did, we, did we put it in? That's well, <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine because I don't, I didn't put it in. Kalimbor said just like, is it in yet? Yeah, is it in? Is it in? Just thought I imagined. Like they're so taking, taking it with him to um, to where to, to Mount Doom to Mount Doom ready yeah. to ready to go. <clears throat> well, I mean, mm. we could sit here and speculate and talk about this for a long time. I don't think we've touched too much on the individual episodes from five to seven, but I think we've no. we've used this time just to kind of enjoy the positiveness of this show and what. Mm hopefully the further seasons can bring um should we should we wrap it up and maybe maybe say one thing we didn't like about the show and one thing we did yeah do you want to hit that off Oof. um can both of them be for the same character like one thing i didn't like about the show was uh lenny henry's feature in it Really, I, I can't like believe how much this. I can't believe how much this bugged people. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm saying that in jest. I, I am glad that he is dead. Yeah. I'm not going to lie about that. I think it was you were right in the last time we spoke about it that there was obviously some sort of like what was it, deal then? going on there. Oh, you don't he know. got. Fe- I don't know what it was. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. It seems like a very unusual pick, apart yeah. from it being like, oh, let's have a black actor, like they did with. Aaron Deer is a black elf and stuff. What but... are you doing here? And not in a racist way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, genuinely, I think it was good that, that he didn't carry on as a, you know, a season two feature. Yeah. Unless he's going to come back as a force ghost. <laughs> um, and then edits out for the director's cut. Yeah. And brought back in. Yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna a serious answer. I think, um, God, I don't know. Can you come back to me? I, I, I reckon I can have a go at this. Go on then. So, the thing I'll start with what I wasn't so keen on were the like weird, um, wizardy, magey, Sauron supporter, ghoulie. Type mm. people. Oh, the three that, that didn't, the three women. Yeah, that didn't really make an awful lot of sense to me, to be honest. Um, and if if they're truly gone now, it makes even less sense why they were needed for the story. They I can't I, be gone, surely. I assume that it's coming back somehow, but I just I, I don't get it. I don't Very really interesting like it. that we got to see them in a wraith, I presume a wraith form. B- oh, the bizarre. ghost sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is this? Are they going to now? Is that? Kind of not the beginnings of Rafe's, but kind of. I think there's mm. almost like a second world that sort of sits in parallel. But any, but anyway, but, but that that bit I, I wasn't I wasn't on board with. Um, what what I think I did 
um, really quite like though was uh, you know what I don't I, I just gen- generally just quite enjoyed it it didn't it wasn't really a hard watch mm. it was it felt like a really good solid setup season I enjoyed it mm. but I think you know beyond some obvious revelations mm. it didn't blow my mind but it's still you know I was a really keen viewer of it so obviously stylistically or visually and all that sort of good stuff it was uh, it was entertaining mm. yeah I think the same same for you I think it, it at, at times when it worked it really worked and it really captured the magic that I remember watching the I know we keep on comparing it to the Lord of the Rings films but you know you have to you have to in a way and there was times when it just really captured that same like you know magic that that, that those films did, um, and I for something as expansive as the Tolkien universe and lore and books and stuff like that, it, you're never going to please the majority of people. Whatever you do with it, um, so there has to be there has to be cuts that have to be made with certain characters and everything like that. And you have to appease to the massive in a way, but I still think they managed to do it in a way that I personally think they they still would make a lot of Lord of Rings and Tolkien fans happy with how with how they did it. Um, I especially I really did like the last episode, especially the the last scene with um, the stranger and Nori. Mm. I thought that yeah, was, it was emotional, wasn't it? Yeah, I really liked that. Yeah. Um, and if it is, I think if it's not Gandalf, I'd be really upset. Because I felt that was such a brilliant way of, you know, introducing us Saying to Ga- introducing us to Gandalf, like for the first time. Yeah. Um, in just the way that you can imagine how Gandalf, how he turns into the Gandalf that we see mm. in Lord of the Rings films, like he's always been quite noble and wise, and always wanting to do the best and mm. stuff. So yeah. For weaknesses, my biggest weakness was, yeah, probably some of the writing of the characters. There was certain conversations between characters that I just, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't forgive, like just really poor um, back and forths. Probably mainly with Gladwell. I actually think a lot of the stuff that she said to different characters was, was just something that I could never imagine someone who was that old and that wise to say mm, she I was all she was I, I said last in last week's podcast about how she's quite juvenile uh, and how that you know she obviously we're seeing the kind of origins of her as well but I still think that's still no excuse for someone who's been around for thousands and thousands mm. of years you know she she's someone who would have learned how to build allegiances with people and and not to fight everyone and the first half of the season was just her fighting every character in really kind of poor ways that I think you would only do that if you were unexperienced and she's not someone who is unexperienced she's someone who's been mm. around for a long time so yeah that that was probably my weakness was there was some of the writing especially mm. with Gladwell I'd just like to put on record that I think that was very insightful was. I enjoyed that bit of that analysis there thank you that sounds like I'm being sarcastic I'm not He's actually speaking under his breath to Ali, saying yes. He sent me no, a I'm not. He yeah. sent you a love letter. I, my, I'd like to change that my favourite part of this show was listening to your little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to that. I thought it was very good. Yeah. Ali? I think a lot of it, I've probably the bits that I really liked and didn't like, I've sort of mentioned as we've 
going along, especially in this episode. I think the bits that I mainly did like was the balance between the live action, whatever you want to call it, bringing back the live action sort of stuff that we knowed and note that we knew and loved from Lord of the Rings. Um, because I think we all agreed that The Hobbit was too CGI and it just didn't really work in a lot of places. Whereas this seems to, I found a really good balance between the CGI stuff and what is live action to the point where a lot of the time you sort of forget what's what's real and what's live action, which is, I think is a great balance. Like some of the scenes with the stranger and him like, you know, little things like messing with the fireflies and stuff. You don't stop and think like, oh, they've like CGI'd that pretty good. You sort of forget that you've gone from a scene of him being who he is and in this great scenery to like introducing some good CGI. So I feel like the balance between the animated stuff is like, was pretty good. I think it's like reached a point where the technology's sitting quite well with the, with the cinematography. Um, and I think, yeah, I think the weak, the weak points are those sort of gaps in the plot where they've kind of jumped or they've like sort of thumbed it in to try and make it work. If, if you can coin a better phrase, they've sort of, um, you know, like with the, with the whole Keller Brimbor scene and forging the rings yeah. and that just, you know, very quickly becoming a thing after like a real simple, step and my point of like the hilt that sort of seemed to just there was a lot of like things that just seemed coincidental more so than like good writing it was just we've like come into the story at a point in time where all this stuff's obviously happening but it seems too coincidental that it's all happening at the same time and it just happens to, everything just happens to sort of fall in place there's you know i think the the, the writing had like some some gaps that probably could have been better filled but yeah, it's it's difficult because they're trying to set a scene as well. They're trying to introduce new characters as well as like play on the old ones, um, which I think they've balanced quite well. You know, you've got you've got your Galadriel and your uh, what potentially we think is Gandalf and um, what's his name Elrond. I think those characters have done they've done pretty well to sort of make those characters who they are and at least make them interesting to the point of you want to see what happens to each of them in the next series. And then obviously there's like, you get with every show, there's characters that just seems sort of unnecessary. So I do hope they like tighten it up a bit on what, what they want to focus on with different, with different characters. Cause yeah, characters like Theo got a lot of screen time and had actually a massive part to play, but is not really not a likable character. Or like and a sealed or sister, which is just, Fucking pointless. <laughs> but lovely though. That's gonna lovely. that's gonna that's that's obviously gonna come back at some point. She'll have a role to play. You reckon? Yeah. Well, you can't you can't introduce her walking up to the Palantir <laughs> and then being like, "Don't worry about that." Actually, that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, she's got some sort of um, relationship going on with um, Matey's son as well, the Queen's Counselor's mm. son. Yeah. So yeah, th- this is what I mean. I think Numenor is gonna we're gonna see a lot more of that and. Mm. Uh, Eventual destruction of Numenor. Yes. Yeah. When that ever that happens. Mm-hmm. But for now, that will wrap us up. That's it. From episodes one to episode seven of season one. Eight. Eight. Was it eight? Yeah. Scratch that out. Have we got uh, before we have we got some outro music? I can play that song again. Maybe we should just kill it dead then. I think so. <laughs> well, when how long do you reckon until season two? Are we going to be sat here next October, or do you think we're going to be sat here? So in this has got nothing to. So this has got nothing to do with Rings of Power, but obviously 
um, House of Dragon has just finished mm. this last this Sunday just gone, and there is strong rumours that that won't return till two thousand twenty four. Yeah. Now, I would say that Rings of Power would see this as a bit of a game plan, and maybe push for a two thousand and twenty three release so that they don't coincide. Mm. Whether or not that happens, I don't know. I think this is a massively yeah. big budget show. I think they've got a lot of the filming locations as we've established last week, didn't we? Mm. So they, there's a lot of pre-production that's already done for season two. So, and again, we're not we're not harboured by COVID like season one was. So mm. I'm frantically trying to find. Go when you go on town and when you go on town and country again, or Hello Magazine, see if they've got a scoop. Dog and Hound. Um, with season two expected sooner rather than later, possibly even in 2023. I, I would I would say 2023. I think that would be a smart move for Amazon. I think if they leave mm. it any longer, if they leave it to 2024, they're going to seriously lose attention mm. off this show. And this is something that they've they've betted big on. Seems realistic though. You know, a different show, but Wheel of Time season two's not long, not long away. Um, and that's a very similar show. And that came out about middle of middle end of last summer. yeah you got to think that these shows in, in budget wise they are completely no true but then they've probably most of the budget's been spent I wonder where you shoot yourself in the foot going because Wheel of Time does feel yeah I thought that bit. yeah I thought that because you know the, the source material is very similar to Tolkien you could quite easily get a bit clout yeah mm. I, I see Wheel of Time Wheel of Time as a spring or early early 2023 and then Lord of the Rings, yeah, Rings of Power, book end the, the the end of the year. You know, they they if if House of Dragon doesn't release next year, you know, House of Dragon will always release around August. That's always been like Game of Thrones's release schedule. HBO like that kind mm. of that time of the year. So I think they'll always stick to an August. I could see I could see Rings of Power going for maybe. A little bit late into 2023, maybe like a December or like a November, mm. like a get get it a bit more closer to Christmas. Yeah, if they know they're out the way of House of Dragon, I I think I think we're going to see at least a year, just over a year, but I think it will be a little bit a little bit longer than a year. And does anyone want to make any bold predictions for uh, season two? Not really. I've, no. I not well in terms of what. Revelations, anything, yeah, um, or anything you, anything you like to see, and anything you think you might see. I would like to see. I would like. I would like to not see so much of Halbrand Sauron, and I'd like to see more of Sauron Sauron. Now, I'd be quite happy if they skipped a lot of hit lot of this origin now, and we just see Sauron in like full armor at all times. Mm. Because that that shot of Halbrand with the hood on looked janky as fuck, and that was not intimidating. Was, that was, was not intimidating at one point. Kind of like an Anakin. Yeah. So unless figure. unless 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 I mean, there's a reason why he wears that the armor at all times. I think I think like Adar, where he's deformed um, and almost slightly turned into an orc. I think we're we see some sort of like physical kind of just you know change i think in in how brand do you think he'll slip into the lava while he's trying to forge the rope yeah yeah he slams his face into it yeah 
I wonder whether, probably not in season two, but at some point Galadriel will get so close to kissing him, killing him. Oh. And like won't, but that's why he Darth Vader's it. Uh, Interesting. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, she. she yeah. Do you yeah. think we'll see the forging of the One Ring in season two? No, no. I feel like it could be the season two closer. I feel like it could build up. So if this so is five seasons, season, if this is five se- seasons, though. Yeah, I see, I see, I see, he's going he's to have he's going to have the ring for a while. I see. This is you know. series four, the One Ring. There's definitely well, going to no, be some you more. You only have forging. a season with him having the ring until he then gets killed. That seems short to feature that one ring for only one season I don't know but this is the rings of power isn't it no true but then yeah so I think I think we're see. I think season two I think season two ending will be the rings being forged for the dwarfs and the yeah. men yeah I think that would be the season no it would I think it would happen over the course of the season that would be my prediction, and then the end of the season is. But, the, but is you've got to think though, I, I don't disagree that... with you, Ali. Actually, because you're gonna, because otherwise, if you don't have the men and dwarven rings being forged pretty soon, and you don't have it's too far away from the elven rings now. You kind of have to follow up pretty quickly with like, where's this going? But you think that there are only seven episodes a season, and eight. Like you... eight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll... It could be more. I haven't Do seen want... the season finale. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, you're missing out. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I, I personally just... I mean, it's just a prediction. I think looking at this season, we only got the rings of power in the very last five minutes of the show. Mm. So I think if they wanted to, they could take all the time they wanted. True. And actually, it's not a bad thing. Just spend some more time developing the characters. I hope it picks up a little bit and we see a little bit more action mm. between the characters. Less like, yeah. Less character, you know, talky talky, and more stabby stabby. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's where all the big budget gets put in there, doesn't it? That's yeah, probably why they yeah. avoided it for this season, maybe. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, I'd love to see the One Ring forged at the end of this season because then you'll see some seasons with Sauron having the ring and being like an absolute badass trying to, you know, do do his thing and take over Middle Earth yeah. before that final battle. And but then, how much destruction can he cause? Well, he's Sauron. Well, yeah, but you think, you know, that's like two, three seasons of him just basically being on the top of his game. Mm. Maybe it's like um, it's like Muhammad Ali he gets beaten, then he comes back and has a rematch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Guild of Critics, and what are we going to try and do now? I think we should go through. Um, House of Dragon. Makes sense, doesn't it? Get Ollie involved. Yeah. You up for that, Dan? I've not seen any of it yet. Neither have we. Hello, Dan. Oh, that's been, fine. Yeah. Dan's been just rolled into this um, podcast now. Does that mean I'm... He's a founding member. I'm, I'm in it now. Yeah. We're just going to tell you what to watch. I was sold must, on being a guest, and now yeah. I'm yeah. like <laughs> fucking homework. You're a per- permanent member. Um, yeah, I'm going to try for... I'm going to try for at least a few episodes of of House of Dragon. I mean, the whole series is out now, so... Yeah. Well, what, are we going to try and do first half and second half? Yeah, I think that worked quite well. Sense, Again, we've it? got, like, I think there's nine episodes of House of Dragon, so there's one mm. more than this. Um, but, yeah, if we if we try to do that... Or we I think just, it makes it easy to, like, break it. Break it down. Break, yeah, because we're not going to do nine episodes, are we? It's a lot, no. isn't it? 
Well, maybe we'll watch a few and see how it, if it's like there's loads going on, then it's difficult. But obviously, with Game of Thrones, you've got all that backstory all that you know nothing jam. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's 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 do that, and then we'll reconvene hopefully in not yeah. the not too distant future. Hmm. Now, now everyone's seen House of Dragon and formed their own opinions. We can we can form we'll ours. We can we'll form we'll ours and, 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 our and, our and no one will give a shit. <laughs> That's what the internet's waiting for, what our opinions are for. (laughs) Anyway, thank you very much, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Caleb Rimbaud.